Welcome to Morell's Evolution in Controls, a video and podcast series where we discuss the latest trends, technology, and solutions to today's and tomorrow's problems. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. What do these words mean to you? Open source, mobile apps, web or cloud-based computing. These are all words that are commonly used and they're understood to be associated with the devices that we use in our everyday lives. We may not completely understand what they mean, but they are familiar. But what do they mean to the world of automation, to the manufacturing environment? Are they relevant? Manufacturers need automation systems that are quicker to deploy, flexible and scalable. They need future-proof solutions. New technology must drive new solutions. And those solutions will need to be open-sourced and mobile. And if the solution offers IoT connectivity and remote monitoring, even better. Here to talk with us today about the direction of Bosch Rexroth's latest development in controls is Senior Product Manager for Morel, Tony Little. Tony, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Tim. So, Bosch Rexroth has started promoting something called Control-X. What is it? What does it mean? What does it do? Tell us a little. It's a great question. The Control-X is really the heart of Bosch Rexroth's Factory of the Future concept. It's kind of merging the, uh, the controls world or the machine automation world with the IT world to just make information more open source and available so that we can realize that Factory of the Future concept with higher efficiencies, batch of one productions, uh, you know, model changes over you know, short periods of time where traditionally that stuff takes a long period of time, as well as uh, gearing it towards the newer generations as far as the programming languages and things are, are concerned. Newer generation, you mean people? People, yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. People yeah. younger than you. Yeah, younger generation yeah. people, yes. Just a little bit younger than you. <laughs> so... so it, you talk about open source and open source. Does that mean does that mean that it's different than closed source? Is that different than stuff available today? It's different than what we traditionally see in the world of automation today because a lot of times companies will have a spec for product A and, and they'll use everything that they can from product A. And that's because of the nature of that product's communication and how it works with its own equipment and, and it kind of just locks you into using something. And that something may not necessarily be the best thing for your application or your process. What open source does for you and what the, the aim of Control X is, is, it is to be a total automation solution. So it rounds out all pieces of your automation, but the bridging the gap to the IT world and different IoT initiatives that are out there allows you to pick the best thing for your application or your product or your factory and, and really tie it all together in the most efficient manner possible. And, and really round out the best solution instead of, okay, we know this, we're going to stick with all this just because, and maybe they have a really strong product for one element of your process, but not all the other elements. So by being open source, it allows you to pick the best for everything in your, in your, in your process, tie it together with this open source control. And when, when I hear open source, I think, or closed source and open source, I think not only of limitation using something from, from manufacturer A, but I also hear licensing fees, mm -hmm. user fees. Does open source mean that that goes away? It can, absolutely. Depending on what, what uh, methods you choose to go after, the, the Control-X automation platform is going to be built on the Linux, the Linux Ubuntu core. So it's going to have a lot of apps similar to that of your, your smartphone 
that you can choose what things you use. Just like you go into the smartphone, your smartphone library, whether you're using Apple or an Android, some of the apps are open source and free. Some of the apps have a licensing or a cost to them. But uh, it really does allow you to narrow in and pick the best thing for your process. And it might allow you to leverage some engineers that you have that are strong in maybe something non-traditional. So non-IEC 611.31, typical programming language. Right. But maybe they're using Python. A lot of the younger generation are, are learning this in, as early as high school. So your, your resource pool gets much bigger in the future. They're not teaching ladder logic in college anymore? They are teaching it in college, but the number of uh, students coming out wanting to program in ladder logic are, are dwindling quickly. They're wanting to use these more efficient, higher-level programming languages, and they're being gobbled up by the Teslas and the Apples and the Googles of the world. So is Control-X, is it a disruptive technology? Is this going to really turn the industry on its head? In my opinion, absolutely. It's going to provide something that the world of industrial automation isn't really fully into yet. They're dipping their toe in the water, but Rexroth with Control-X has gone full go into it, and they're, they're opening it up to be able to use any of these higher-level languages, tie them together to the current industrial platforms that we have, and, and open it up to whatever the future may bring. Are they going to apply it differently in industry than the current devices are being used today? Absolutely. The, uh, the, the way forward right now with mm-hmm. Control-X is to target new applications. So it's to, we're, we're really trying to differentiate how you realize the factory of the future from how the factory of today is. Okay. So we're trying to still have the ability redesign. to type, redesign the factory of the future. The factory of the future is, is a constantly changing animal mm-hmm. that's going to have a lot more data connectivity, a lot more IT level involvement than we've traditionally had in the past to be able to realize things like the flexible automation and changing over part types for batch of one productions and things like this. The, the Control-X is going to allow us to bridge that gap, not only now for the things that are coming up and popular now, but in the future for the things that come up in the future with this operating system. So what does that mean for Morel? I mean, we, we are a partner with Bosch Rexroth. Mm-hmm. What are we going to have to do differently? So Morel's already doing it, actually. They're, they're expanding our knowledge base and our resource base in some of this forward-thinking, higher-level technology. So we're, we're thinking outside the box, trying to solve problems in ways that haven't, we haven't always solved them. We have a depth of engineering here that is probably unsurpassable by, by anybody in the area. But we're thinking outside the box to newer, more, more modern ways of realizing solutions and controls. So... That Morel's doing it by hiring younger engineers that are learning these newer processes, getting their perspective, mixing them with the engineers who've been doing it 30 plus years, and really finding the best of both worlds and how the future, how to help our customers' needs with these technologies going forward into the future. What do you think the pace of, of adoption is going to be by industry? So the so with the uh, the industries that are really deep in automation, like automotive, mm-hmm. I I personally feel adoption is going to be slower. Okay. But we have a lot of industries out there. I mean, warehouse automation, um, the EV logistics. market, logistics. There's okay. a lot of industries that are automating at a more rapid pace now than they ever have before. Automation is growing. I've seen studies as much as. 200 to 400% per year, and it's just accelerating from there with the need to get things done faster, more efficiently. They're so, going to be the ones to adopt it sooner mm-hmm. rather than rebuilding a, 
an infrastructure that's already completely built out. Exactly, exactly. So that's why Morel has been doing a great job at diversifying and going after those new markets where we can push this new technology into and, and really make a, make a splash. What's going to happen to the companies that don't adapt and don't adopt this new technology or that don't have this option? What's going to happen to them? They're going to really struggle to continue into the future. The, the, the companies that will be around in 10 years are the companies that are morphing with the times. If you want to stick to what you've always done, I believe those companies will fall by the wayside over time. And the companies that are forward thinking and moving with the times and the technology, leveraging that technology to improve their offering to their customers, those are going to be the customers that uh, that will survive the test of time. That would seem to lay the roadmap out for us pretty clearly, wouldn't it? Sure would. Tony, I appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk to us about this. Any closing comments? Are we, we did we did we exhaust the subject? No, I, I think we did a good job covering a teaser of it. But I look forward to getting into more of it as the uh, time progresses, so we can show what we here at Morel are going to be doing with Control X that can help our customers. Tony, I appreciate you coming. Thanks, Tim. And thank you for joining us. I'm Tim Wilson, and this is Evolution in Controls. Remember, keep moving. <laughs>